Welcome to episode 60 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I'm joined by Cree, Kevin, and Brian. We are four artists, animators, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers. And each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, YouTube, Spotify, Disney+, Plus, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week, myself and Kree are mostly catching up about Doctor Strange and Moon Knight, but we talk a whole lot of other nonsense in the mix as well. This is episode 60. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Head over to iTunes, like and subscribe, rate and review, all of those good things. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast, where you will see we put up illustrations and clips to go with each episode. And you can always reach out to us through email at theendlesscast at gmail.com Instagram and email are a great way to get in touch and let us know what you liked, what you didn't like if you agree, disagree, or if there's something you think we should watch throw a comment, send us a message all that being said let's get into the episode I have tea and wine, I couldn't decide it was a bad choice, it tastes horrible together wine, the only drink that will make you shart (laughs) what? Huh? Too much. One. This sounds one like from personal experience. Go straight through, yeah. Um, welcome, Cree, to the thank you, thank episode fifth, sixty of the uh, endless stream. Sixty. Welcome. Flip. Oh, that's a nice one. I would. She joined us for episode ten, so we're keeping mm. it on multiple. Right. I um, I, I would like, I would like to ask to join sixty-six because then I can be like, it's a cute episode sixty-six. No, that's not happening. It's too nerdy. Um, but welcome <laughs> oh my gosh if that's too nerdy I should go <laughs> I have the audio clip now I'll, I'll start the episode with it I'll start the episode with amazing. it amazing even if I'm not in it just like that's my little cameo yeah I don't know even what it's a reference to yeah he, he's he, he's a cool kid he knows these things or he, he knows that he's not supposed to know what is it Doctor cool Who kid. Star Trek oh my god no it's Palpatine he's like ah. execute order 66 oh, I like Star Wars is like but you know the, I have a life outside of it as well thing. Kev wow <laughs> Okay. Um, what, Brad? I was about to say I know what that is, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I don't have a life, so that's. that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm also one of those people that loves the the odd prequel meme, so I I tend to bring it up in everyday speech. Is it? You know? Is it a? You bring it. You bring it up a lot. I do. Like I'm sorry. You bring up that and like the. You want me to hello stop there. No, yeah, I do. That's how I. That's how Star Wars fans find each other. If you say hello there in a crowded room and somebody is like General Kenobi, it's like yes, that's the person I'm going to talk to now. Oh god, that that'd you be know? a deterrent for me. Is this um? Is this uh? Execute thing sixty six? Is that one of the prequels? Yes, so that, that's, that's why, Revenge that's of the why Sith. I don't know it. Those <laughs> movies don't exist. Um, but welcome. After all that, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Uh, anything else you you want you want us to destroy? Mostly me. Whatever. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep everything that I hold dear. Buffy. Uh, credit by a psychopath. Um, <laughs> no, that I agree with. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't see much this week because my eyes don't see things. But now they do, hopefully. Um, now they do, mostly. I had to work today for the first day in like a week. And my reading isn't back right. So like I was taking calls and I was like here in order to see the screen. And I had to turn the camera off because it was very disconcerting because, you know, like, like this. Yep. He's very close to the camera for this uh, Very close oh. to the camera. Oh, yes. Um, 
And then I just basically couldn't see shit towards the end of the day, so I probably should have taken a few more days off. Um, not getting a lot done blind. Uh, how was the experience of getting done? Your eyes smell a little like cooking sausage. Really? <laughs> your eyes smell... Whoa, whoa. You can you see, smell your you, eyes? They're doing the laser thing, and you're like, wow, the laser smells. What? And then you take a minute and you go, no, that's my eye. That's jelly. Cooking. Uh-huh. Cooking. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's weird. It doesn't smell like burning hair. And oh, then I smelled wow. the little burning hair thing. I was like, oh, I must have nicked an eyelash. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's oh only 16 gosh. seconds in each eye. I was in the room for maybe 15 minutes, you know. It just like lay me down, like anesthetic, anesthetic, drop, anesthetic, put the thing in to keep you like, Nurr. then it's like, look at that. Drop, drop, little lensy thing. And, like, and then he's like, okay, counting down. Is it less invasive than a PCR test? See, I liked the PCR test. Of course you did. Yeah, PCR tits doesn't bother me. Um, I, I caught myself having a thought with yeah. the eye drops in the middle of the week because um, you do them in certain orders. And as I was doing it, I went, oh, no, that's the one that hurts. I'll save that for last. It's fun. Um, so I, 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 I had that thought and then went, why do I, why did I save the stingy? Anyway, I, um, I guess I like pain. I hope that doesn't inst- awake something in you. No, it's awoken. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I can mostly see I, my vision was pretty good he's like you're healing really fast he had, had me read an eye chart and it's like yeah good stuff but it never occurred to me that the reading bit the close bit would go while it's healing um, it's funny it's like it's like you've got like a rug burn you know like just the top layer of skin is gone it's just healing over slowly do y'all just have good eyes I do no, no, but I don't care. I'm deaf, and I have to, I had to get uh, I, just, I had to get an eye test again. How's your vision, Cree? That's rough, buddy. Um, it's fairly grand. Not to brag, I guess, but I guess it's grand. I mean, yeah, everything seems clear. Good. Good. But I guess yeah, it, I guess it's thank, my excuse thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. for not seeing things is that I don't have much in the line of like I don't know were there many trailers released this week? Uh Avatar. Water. <sighs> I, I don't did you care did you ha- well okay, I didn't. I, I saw Avatar ahead of Doctor Strange, the the trailer. Um which yes. I'm sure you must have too, Cree. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know they had released it. No. Um because I went to see it on Monday and it came up and I was like, oh! I get, I'm one of those really annoying nerds that actually like vocalizes their nerdage. So I was like, ah! you know, I'm the one that like gas and I was like, yo. I don't mind, I don't mind gasping or anything. I think it's, it, it adds to the experience. I like hearing yeah. people. I don't like shout or anything. Oh, yeah, I'm not or, like, one of those people. I don't want to hear like, oh my God, it's my favorite. Oh, yes, this is amazing. Because it's just I, like, I, enjoy, I enjoy cinema enthusiasm. Yeah. No, I didn't do to that. To a degree, I suppose, yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I do enjoy it. Um, I, I I do want to watch Avatar too. I I definitely do. Um, it's just one of those things where it's just been coming for so long. It's kind of, I know. I I don't know. It's like I'm past it. But, um, I think in the run up to Avatar two, I definitely will watch the first one again because I haven't seen it since it's on the cinema. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even see it in the cinema because I was like eight when it was released. Yeah. So, I was eight, but I'm really looking forward I was to really it. Eighteen over eighteen years old. How old are you again, Cree? Not that you don't have to answer that, actually. I don't have to. I'm. I'm. 
Yeah, I'm as old as my eyes and a couple of years older than my teeth. That's a gross way of putting it. Um, <laughs> next question. Um, but uh, speaking of Avatar, I watched Don't Breathe 2. And how was that? Oh, because the guy's Because Lang is in it, you numpty. Yeah. Me or him? You. Yeah, me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, don't breathe because they can't breathe on the surface of Pandora because they're humans. No, because <laughs> like, the is guy that the was in <laughs> Stephen Lang. So, Stephen Lang. Have you any of you seen the first Don't Breathe movie? I heard scary things and didn't want to do it. So the 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 premise of the movie is, uh, I'm I'm just okay. Just in case people are, you know, not in case people are listening. <laughs> I know people are listening. <gasps> oh, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, just uh, I'm gonna spoil it. This is spoiler heavy. Are you okay with spoilers? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not recommending go watch, watch these movies. So, yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. So basically, so basically, I'll do a quick rundown of the first one. Um, terrible, terrible. I I forgot. Cree loves puns. Um, but uh, I'm sorry. No, I should stop. I resolved to stop now. Okay. I've done two no, significant stand-up um, sets that are just five minutes of puns. Yeah, but I don't go to them. Um, but uh, <laughs> actually, your stand-up that you sh- uh, showed on your Instagram today was I'm very good. You Congratulations, it. and the crowds you do have loved you. Um, anyways, I digress. Don't breathe too, or sorry, don't breathe. The first one uh, features a gang, a young gang, break into a house of a man who they believe I can't remember has like riches and goals or you know wealth uh, in his property um, he's, and they, he's ex-military and blind you know so when they break in he's kind of he starts seeing hearing things and all that kind of stuff so he's like kind of pursuing the people the, the, the burglars um, home invaders and all that kind of stuff uh, he kill, ends up killing ones the whole like cat and mouse thing uh, kind of ensues he's more formidable than they previously taught however they discover a woman tied up in his basement or something i can't remember uh and uh, he was trying to have his own baby and he was like i'm not a rapist and he kind of had took out like a turkey paster full of semen and was trying to impregnate one of the women and it's disgusting there's a whole lot of things in it it's awful horror movie ends and horror movie ways i think a child survives or gets away or something i can't remember uh i can't wait i can't remember why there was a child in it but anyways um the second one don't breathe too is an absolute clusterfuck of whatever the fuck was going on. They literally, this movie only came out a couple of years ago. He's a murderer and a rapist. He keeps people in his basement. He tortures. He's horrendous, right? He lit, they literally try to make him the hero of the second one. It's so fucked. And I even like, Emer and I were watching it. It's so fucked. Emer and I were watching it going like, Wait now, I was like, and I, could, like, I don't think email saw the first one. And I was trying to explain to her, like, I, I don't know why they're doing this. Like, did I completely See, like that that part of the plot that you inter- did, like? I saw a trailer for it, and it was that. It was. It reminded me of like the people under the stairs. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Um, and it's like, called Harry Potter over here. I think. <laughs> I was just about to say. Um, that's a yeah. A guy mind. breaks into a or kids break into a, a house and you know there's lunatic people in there keeping children under the stairs and it's a horror thing. Any but like I I kind of saw the trailer and was like oh cool and then somebody went yeah and then he's trying to like he's got like this harness that he's keeping a woman in and he's trying to force a pregnancy and I was just like I don't want to yeah. see it I'm out I don't want to do it. I don't want it yeah it's it's yeah 
It's horrendous. It so was, I don't know I why. The and then in the sequel, well. in the sequel, uh, in the what? Don't breed too? Or sorry, yeah. don't breed. The hostile. No, it was more recent. Kind of yeah. Okay. It's more recent, like since the last three or four, like last maybe four, three or four years, maybe five years max. Anyways, because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to get off topic. Like so, it's again he's in a house. People are invading the house. They're trying to get the girl that he's living with because he's living with a young girl now. He's trying to raise her by himself. He's a part of a community to a degree, but he, he's alone, a recluse, or he's a reclusive guy in the house with just his daughter and a lady, a local person visits to kind of help the daughter. Anyways, the people breaking the house. It transpires that the people that are breaking into the house are ex-military off-the-grid mercenaries that one of them is actually the father of the girl, right? So you think they're bad guys because they kill good people and stuff, but then it's just like, okay, they're trying to get the girl out of the house, which is, you know, admirable. Then it transpires that their only reason to take the girl out of the house because the girl was taken from the met lab that blew up. Oh, and oh, great. And the, mo- wow. the mother inhaled too many fumes and she's dying. She needs a new heart. So they kidnapped the, They want to get her biological daughter, which is being raised by this rapist murderer, out of the house so they can cut the heart out of the child and put it in the mother so she can survive. So you're like, you're like, okay, well, her parents are horrendous people because they literally just want to murder her and to have her for her organs. And her uh, guardian, in, in inverted commas or air quotes, whatever you want to say, is a murdering rapist kidnapper. Um, it's like, and, like, and they're fighting against each other. And like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't really want anybody to win. It'd be great if the house just blew up and killed them all. You know, it's fucked. They literally tried to make it. And he's even saying like, I've done bad things. I'm a murderer, a rapist. And it's just like, just because you acknowledge it. And you know, it's whatever. It doesn't like, you know, it doesn't really make it a hero of the story. It's horrendous. It's just fucked. It was so bizarre. So to cleanse the palate afterwards, we watched Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez. Okay, and, and I saw that trailer. That, I saw that, that trailer like and was call. all in for it. So let's just roll straight into that, Kev. How was Marry Me? Yep. Fucking, you know what? Great. Especially after that, I'm yeah. assuming it would be like, thank goodness. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Owen Wilson uh, is a year older. Wow. Is a year older. Wow. Is a year older than okay. Jennifer Lopez. Holy shit. Odyssey. So this was like an appropriately um, aged relationship in a Hollywood movie. Wow. Yes. I think this wow. is like the first time in Hollywood that that has ever happened. Yeah. So wow. Kudos right. to them for that. Um, so the premise of this movie is Jennifer Lopez was going to marry her very much younger boyfriend uh, in front of other fans. But just before she goes on stage, she realizes that her partner has been cheating on her with her assistant. So in a kind of heartbroken spurred moment decision where she's just like, you know what? Everything I try doesn't go wrong. I'm going to do something different. She marries Owen Wilson, who accidentally was at the concert holding it. Well, he was he was brought to the concert unwillingly, but was accidentally holding a sign yeah. that said "Marry Me." It's not it's not like as much as it's, a. It's one of those I've seen in the trailer. Uh, like somebody's holding a think. placard up beside them, and he, they need to pick up something. Because here, hold this for me, and he he's holding the sign, and suddenly yeah. she looks out in the audience. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah. wondering, yeah. how do you? She looks out in the audience and sees the guy holding a "Marry Me" sign. sign. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not yeah, but uh, it's not, it's not a great movie. Um, Jennifer Lopez, phenomenal singer, uh, and looks great. Owen Wilson, not. um, she doesn't sing. She's not a phenomenal singer. No, does she not? But she is the greatest. She does dancer. dance. <laughs> oh what? Wow. <laughs> what, what? I'm sorry, I just wanted to quote song lyrics. Never mind. Oh, I I didn't hear. Um, but uh. 
yeah, like it's it's a, like you know what do you expect from a Jennifer Lopez movie uh, or Owen Wilson movie? Um, nowadays, you know, uh, it was completely fine. W- yeah, I really like them. Actually, I'd say they have like it's, it, good it's, chemistry going. It's kind of not as good as they are, if you get me. Right. Okay, I get you. You know, but like, but look, trust me, it was fun. Um, Owen Wilson, you know, he looks. He could be like my aunt or something. My okay. middle-aged, older aunt. Aunt Owen and Uncle Baru. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who lives with her best friend, but we never quite know. Um, they yeah, do say that Owen about... Um, Interesting know, fellow. Leading, Hollywood leading men, that like, the older they get, the more they try to like, retain some of their youthful look. And in, instead... They, so yeah, like they, they kind they, of turn more like feminine. Look at particularly like someone like Robert Redford. You know, he looks like Tom Berenger was the same. He got if Robert Redford weird big had lips at one stage. Gray hair, he could be like a less. He'd be a he'd be a wrinklier Diane Keaton almost. He's got that vibe. You know, he's they're just the same. The glasses, yeah. the similar hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I was going to say Angela Lansbury <laughs> for a second. Yeah, but he, like they they look at they look just like, you know. Vaguely, vaguely, kind of. Yeah, I didn't like want. I, women, I, I was, but women who kind of dress a bit, you know, kind of mask or butch or something, and uh, it's it's just mm, it's very. I I didn't I I yeah I really didn't want to say it, but to be honest, you're right, Brian. Uh, Owen Wilson does look like I, a mature the, lesbian. The, the woman article, like I, 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 I first heard this was in an article, and they literally <laughs> said, like, you know, leading men, certain age, they they start to look like lesbian women like kind of mature lesbian women was what the article yeah. said and it, yeah. it's on the money yeah well dressed this attractive is so stereotypical guys yeah i didn't write it i didn't write it um, not all of them i didn't write it <laughs> yeah yeah i was just agreeing with brian and is there a stereotype that pre-state men will get together and say that hollywood leading men start to look like lesbians no no i mean i mean like no that you're saying like how lesbian no. women look as in, as in masculine. Oh, no, they, 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 that's like as in like lesbian women who would dress, yeah, choose to dress more masculine. Yeah, that that's a style. Yes, I don't even think Diane Keaton's uh, a lesbian and she dresses uh, uh, Ma- a mask and butcher a whole subculture. Yeah, yeah. they are. They are indeed. I'm a, I'm a, I'm in touch with the LGBTQAI community. I'm absolutely I'm not, aware of the things. I'm that not are going binary, down. so you know. It's actually I. Am. I'm not a. <laughs> So you would recommend watching Marry Me? Uh, yeah, but like, why not? Like, Marry Me's fun, you know. It's like it's 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 not great by any means, like, yeah. but like, it's up you know, my like, alley for like, a Friday evening. Yeah, like it's like it's grand. Pizza, a bottle of wine, Marry Me, some chocolate, dark chocolate. Set some candles, you know. Get your mum a cup of tea. Enjoy it. Watch it together. Have a blast. What? <laughs> What? Sorry, you were setting up like a romantic evening, and then you brought your mom into it. No, I, I don't live with my mom. I just, I just don't want to leave anybody out who does. I think a mom would like it. I think you're the only one that doesn't. A dad, a dad could live with your mom. Oh, I don't live with my mom. Yeah, everybody else does. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. If I lived with my mom, I could probably afford a fucking house by now. Don't go buying houses; it'll make it depressed and sad. Um, but yeah anyways what do you mean like romantic evening like my my, I love candles I'll put candles on with my, if I was myself at home alone I love fucking candles they not having great. sex with candles that came out wrong 
just just I love candles a lot. They are great, Cree, I agree. They, they, yeah. scented candles or no um i love scented candles mm-hmm. and stuff i i do have to say like if i go into like a perfumey shop with candles or a gift shop with candles i just have to I, go around and individually sniff all of them I hate oh it. wow okay i get i get a bit headachey after that I, I can't even i can barely walk past lush do you not do you not like um <laughs> do you not like scented candles Aiden, then no it's not for me i have a diffuser that uh, well, I bought Emery diffuser that's lavender scented, and initially it gave me massive headaches. But mm. I've definitely become used to it. Uh, Brian, yeah. you like candles? Do you yeah, light? Like- do you light candles on occasion? I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit of a pyro. Like, so I I don't I light know a lot of things. Oh, I like, I'm a little bit of a pyro. Okay. Yeah, he actually burnt me once. What? But um, uh, well, I, I won't say that. I won't say it on the word, podcast. Word, wordplay. But um. Just emotionally, guys. Um, but uh, no, like I, I, yeah, like I like candles. I'll put candles on for myself. I love tea lights. I'll put, I put, I put them in front of the TV. I'll put like six across there, and I like candles. Like Emer knows, like I love candles. She went to a candle making class and just brought them all home to me. Do you have a favorite mm. scent? I think I think grapefruit is quite nice, and like the citrus kind of ones. I, uh, I, if I was to say scent wise, it's the more cozy warm kind of as as opposed to like the kind of yeah and i like coconut coconut anything coconut coconut cinnamon is also a great smell oh that's so nice Aiden seems to be offended by it but anyways yeah speaking speaking of heavily (laughs) scented rooms um dr strange's sanctum probably has a lot of incense burning um incredible segue there Applaud, applaud. I think it was fantastic. Cree, you went to the... I mean, have you been to the cinema since? No, literally my first time in two years. Congratulations. Congratulations, Thank well done. Thank you. It was... I was like, yeah. Awesome. How are you... I was so How are you handling happy. outdoors? Like, like, were you anxious going in? Because when I started going back to the cinema, they were still doing, like, distant seating and stuff. So by the time you're back in, it was probably yeah. jammed, right? <laughs> See, no, uh, I <laughs> I went to see it at like quarter to two on a Monday, mm. so <laughs> there was like barely anybody there. I would say there were less than 10 people in the whole okay, theatre, cool. so like, yeah, it was, we were all dispersed and it was grand, um, and I had a mask on as well, so I was fine. Did you have um, a 10 minute preview for Top Gun in front of your screen? Yeah, well, not a ten, I don't know if it was 10 minutes, but we definitely saw the trailer we saw the trailer and then they were like and now a sneak preview of top gun and then we saw the whole like training oh no no and then when they finished all of that training sequence they played the trailer again or uh, some other some some other super cut of like top guns coming i was like why are they really pushing top gun um wow it's getting great did you you see that no there was only a trailer at my screening um there was no preview but i'd heard a week or two ago that it Mm. like was getting great reaction at kind of like festivals and stuff like mm-hmm. cans or something i think and the reviews are out now and it's getting it's across the board people are saying it's it's a great kind of classic blockbuster so it's very impressive yeah i have to say when i yeah when i saw the trailer i was like you know what this is actually making me want to go see it and i hadn't felt that way before did you ever so watch the original that was a really good sign yeah but you see like if you go back and yes. you watch that there's a lot of like stock footage of planes whipping about the place isn't it yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. This really felt like, especially when you're in a cinema, it would be a great movie to yeah. watch in the cinema because you could actually feel like you're probably in the cockpit or something because... You oh, could, they're like, talking up and down about how much in cockpit stuff. stuff they did and how much they're strapping cameras to the front of planes and stuff. So, um, and that you're, you're, you're kind of seeing, you know, actors have real reactions to, like, G-Force and, like, Pratt yeah. the fun, apparently. It's like, they're, they're not faking it. You know, it's this big name actors having very real reactions to, to something unpleasant <laughs> yeah <laughs> or kind of thrilling but yeah that's great that's the way to do it though yeah i, I need to watch the first one again i haven't seen that in i'd say I over 20 loved it. years maybe 25 I saw years don't say young on vhs <laughs> and i loved it i'm not i'm not i don't think it's aged particularly word. well um i was kind of bored when i watched it I think it was added to Netflix probably like seven or eight years ago and I watched it then and I was like like I, I I'm a Tom Cruise fan you know so Kenny Logg in the soundtrack like I was like awesome and I watched it again I was like this is this is this is kind of boring um so do go back and watch it Kev but you won't hate it but it's it I remember like finding it thrilling when I saw it as a kid I was like this is fucking unreal I have like a, bit, a distinct um, sense of memory of like ordering a pizza on a Friday night and everyone was out of the house and had a pizza and I had the garlic bread and a bottle of Coke and then just Top Gun started. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And I was just sitting in the dark on my own eating pizza. And I was like, this must be what love feels like. I was in primary school and it was a Sunday at my cousin's house. And they're kind of like, it's it's much closer to the, the city now, but it would have taken, you know, what felt like hours to get to. It's probably 45 minutes as a kid, but like they were kind of like in the country, you know, and went there and they like there there was me and my three siblings and then there was like maybe five of them in the house and like our parents like after dinner at a certain point they just kind of went down the road to the pub and like there were were their kids like our cousins they were kind of old enough to to watch the rest of us and they put on top gun and i was like i said i was in primary school and i was like i had no idea what i was about to watch and i was just like what is this this is fucking (laughs) like it's it's action you know but uh yeah i remember there was like there was a um you know these collect the collect all this shit magazines that come out the whole time and one of them was like uh, fighters of the sky or something i was like cool jets are cool and it comes to the video and i'm like cool okay let's watch this video and i put the video in and it was just like just shots of planes going left to right across the screen like 10 minutes and it's like there's no commentary there's no this is this plane this is i mean there wasn't really any music it was just just like 10 15 minutes of plane just going meow, meow, meow. it wasn't even great footage it was just like what the fuck is this I, what I, people would use I as don't a know. screen I don't know what now, people were just like oh yep that's an f-16 flying it's great it was thrilling i was like oh i, I don't know i don't know what i was expecting i was expecting pick a plane and tell me about it like why is it impressive you know like it's very disappointed i fell out of love with aviation that day that's Aww. rough man i'm sorry you had to go through that yeah. you wouldn't have been a pilot anyway because your eyesight sucked so you know don't sweat <laughs> i know one wouldn't be stuck in a cockpit with you either because <laughs> of the wine shorts <laughs> yes <laughs> um but uh yeah no i, I can't remember I can't remember when I watched it, but I certainly remember the ads on TV3 for it at one stage. They were just like really pushing Top Gun for a while. I probably uh, watched it on TV3. I don't, I, 
Yeah, I was going to say it probably, but uh, the ads used to make it look great and stuff. But they, they did actually have a comical enough ad about it. I don't know if you remember that. Because TV3 used to do a thing where they kind of like do voiceovers over movies uh, to kind of advertise the movies. So they'd be just like with Tom Cruise. And, you know, they kind of just like, you know, they kind of just do jokey stuff off. I don't know if you remember that, D. Um, there's a, f- like, there was something even on recently where RT was like, a thrilling movie with a boring name. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of these stuff like that. Oh, it was, it was it, the, but, uh, the commuter, the Liam Neeson movie. You know, an exciting movie with a boring name. It's like, oh, okay, wow, they're um, <laughs> they're really yeah, fair. But uh, yeah, uh, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I haven't watched it that in donkeys. Um, so, Cree, what did you think of Doctor Strange? Then these lads talked about it last week, so it's going to be you and me and them sort of responding to our. Oh, Cause... did you? Oh, it's me. Okay, good. Because I've got, I've got a lot of. Well, I, I, I wasn't, Sorry, I, I wasn't on last week's podcast because of my eyes. So I'm happy to talk, uh, Doctor Strange, and I'm sure these guys. Yeah, have... yeah. His his eyes were sore, so he couldn't talk. Like what a load of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Brian, to be fair though, the, the episode was. Great. It, I mean, it was uh, like it was jazz, fun. You know, it was just very smooth. It was honestly yeah. so fucking yeah, easy my- to edit because you guys just had a conversation. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. Um, I should just leave you to it and just recede to a producer role. I think you even said that on the oh, episode. I, yeah, yeah. No. I think um, I think or just like read the conversation. You know, just know when it's appropriate to talk and when not to talk, and that's start grinding things to a halt all the time. Tell, tell us about Doctor Strange, Creed. Did you enjoy it? And having hand cramps. Okay, so. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I loved it. So spoilers incoming in about like three, two, one. Um, so going into it, I was thinking, okay, we're going to see evil Wanda Maximoff at some point. Um, I, I thought that this was going to happen either one of two ways. Either she, um, the 616 Wanda, is going to encounter a multiverse variant that's evil and have to fight herself, which is what I thought was going to happen. Or she will, 616 Wanda will um, slowly like descend into evildom. But no, it was, she was, she was just straight up evil from the start. She was straight up evil in WandaVision, if we're we're honest. Right. I mean, yeah, but what I thought, I think the whole point of WandaVision is that she was like, right, no, I'm going to let the people out. It wasn't like straight up villainy. I think it was, it started off, she didn't know what she was doing. Then she yeah, realized so that, yeah. she let people out and she sacrificed Vision and the kids. And now it's like that's been completely reversed with the hold that the Dark Hold has on her. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was unexpected, I have to say. Like, I knew it was going to I knew she was going to be evil at some point. But Jesus, she freaking slaughtered in this. She was terrifying. <laughs> like, they really utilized her the the potential she has for like horror in within to the extent that they could with the age rating and and that's sam raimi as well like him as a director you know like it it he exactly like, yeah i thought it was funny like some of the stuff with america chavez at the start as well where like where she's on like that ledge in the building and she stamps on it and the whole like block moves it just gave me like Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 1 vibes yeah. where they've built like movable masonry so they can do it a few times. Yeah. So it just like, it's like, yep, Raimi still remembers how he made superhero movies 20 years ago. It is. It's it's cool though because um, it's one of those MCU movies that you can actually see the director stamped all over. It's kind of like the Taika Waititi one, ones um, and James Gunn and stuff. So that was cool to see. And I like, I'm not a big horror fan 
but I loved the horror elements in this one. I really thought it added to it um, and added to the the stakes because because it's in the multiverse now, the stakes could easily be lost on everyone. Do you know the kind of way? Because it's like, if everyone just has multiple variants of everyone else, then nobody's really ever gone. Like, you know, but the the kind of horror element put people right in there and like, oh shit, Wanda means business. This is like, she's probably the most lethal villain we've seen do things on screen in the MCU. So I thought she was brilliant. And Elizabeth Olsen absolutely killed it. I think. Yes. Agreed. You know, she was brilliant. Um, yeah, and it's it's so nice to see her finally get the chance because she, I mean, she came into the, to it as a sort of a a secondary character into the into the MCU, and now she's just full on leading it. Practically, I, I love the know? balance they struck with Wong um, in the MCU at this point because he was such a like. Yeah, it's not true to call him a non-entity in the Marvel comics world, but like he started off as just this like really stereotyped like 19th century asian manservant thing and for him to just be this like he's such a great yeah. he's such a fun character like he's such a great foil to steven i i really do like him um in it yeah um i think they're a fabulous partnership and the two benedicts are just like they play off each other really well i just realized their name is both benedict <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I also just realised. Thank you, Cree. You're welcome. Here to serve. Brian's just gone, you fucking idiots. <laughs> and it's, his name is Benedict Wong. Like, uh, the, he's just made for yeah. the role. Really. Every, every time I see him, though, I do think about him in the IT crowd, where he's like the countdown Morpheus. I didn't actually yeah. see that. I didn't get that far in. Oh, yes, it's yeah. very good. It's, yes. Um, when, when Moss is playing, um, yeah, he's playing countdown. He put on a load of weight to he play also... Kuzula Khan in that show on Netflix, right? What was that called? I think... I'm looking to Brian. I'm blanking Rico. on the name of it. I'm yeah. glad it, I can see it and I'm blanking on it. It wasn't Marco um, Polo, was it? Marco Polo, yeah. Marco yeah. Or Polo or something like that, yeah. 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 He was in The Martian as well, if we're yeah. still talking about Benedict. But it's just in terms of, like, a, he kind of had he a was, physical transformation was... into... The kind of stature yeah, he that he was in, in um, that show was with Sean Locke. Dude. Yeah, uh, 40 yeah. stories yeah. high. I was going to say, 16 stories high. That's what I say. I, I Some number of stories. The, the, the one with Sean Locke on mm. Wong was hilarious. It's very, yeah. very good. He's a comedy guy. Yeah. And then he was. I do have to say, like, even still, though, like, he's the Sorcerer Supreme. I felt like I still wanted just a little bit more Wong. I don't know if, if anyone else <laughs> felt that way, but, you know, I just. I know it's Doctor Strange's movie ultimately, but I think even just a bit, a little bit more, because I just, I just love seeing him on screen. I think he's a great character, um, and yeah, he's got the potential to be really funny. And all, stuff. all my um, thoughts are very nitpicky and and yeah. glib, and I'll, I'll I'll pepper them in here. So, right. do you want to give us another one of your sort of substantial? Yeah. So, um, I also was okay. So. Wanda brutally killing everybody was kind of brilliant. In that, like, I don't think the movie would have been able to move forward had all of these spectacular cameo people been kept in because then it's just, like, too many people, too many cooks in the kitchen, um, just playing it for too shock Too many cooks, factor. too many cooks. <laughs> is that a game you like um, to play, Kevin? And I think the, the one time... Too, too many cooks. Don't grind too hard. Okay. 
Too many too cooks. Many cooks too Sorry, many Cree, go on. Cooks. Oh, now I'm thinking of the Swedish chef. I'm just like, Puppity Courtney, because, like, he can't. I'm, are me and Kev the only people <laughs> thinking of too many cooks, I though? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. If, you're, if anybody else is thinking of too Have many you cooks, seen that, let Cree? us know. Too many cooks. Too oh Me and Brian God. were yeah, playing obsessed with this for a while. I'm sure we watched it. Bus. Loads. Was it... Okay, I can't remember exactly. Was it getting the bus to Ballyfermot, or was it. I think it was Lucan, possibly. So it was maybe seven years ago. Oh, I thought, I thought, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, because I was, I was in, I was still in Dublin Lincoln at this stage. I was yeah, in Dublin Lincoln no, at this yeah, stage. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was about yeah, seven yeah. years ago, maybe. Sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> Kev started singing this in my head. It, I think it was. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's my fault. I, I said think too it many was. Uh, it, it, it was basically a fake intro to a Full House type sitcom. And right. it just keeps it, it gets it gets really it goes on and on and on and then like the you have to see it it it, okay. it gets very surreal it's very bizarre I think I think maybe Tim and Eric might have had something to do with it or else it was on uh, Adult Swim but it's just it was definitely it was Adult, Adult Swim, Swim for sure man um it so it it's a kind of a mashup of a load of 80s sitcom type things. And it just kind of keeps going together and then it turns into a kind of breaks the fourth wall a bit and the song just keeps going and like it keeps going and it turns into a slasher thing and it's it's bizarre and it's hilarious and the song just keeps going and going. It broke my brain. I saw it at like 7 a.m. on some morning going to a like a fucking web development class and I was just laughing on the bus. Um, so that was yeah. that's too many cooks. Go watch it. It's only about seven minutes long. Seven minutes of a theme tune. No, it's very good. Yeah. <laughs> oh <Exactly>. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, very, if very all good. of those cameo cameo characters had stayed, it would have been a bit overladen. Yeah, I, I, and it also it served. It was like it was kind of perfect because they weren't characters that we completely like head over heels were in love with already do you know it wasn't like mm. people we knew and loved even though it was versions of them um it wasn't the 616 versions of them so having them die wasn't like uh like teary or anything but it was it was enough to show how powerful and just how formidable wanda was and how mm. ruthless she was prepared to be like black bolt <laughs> i was like whoa <laughs> okay but yeah how did how did you feel about that kev black bolt's one of your favorites right it was, I just, yeah, I instantly, I was like, fucking, yeah, I was like, fucking, no way, Black Bolt. And then I was just like, I was like, he fucking, he, he'd fairly go through everybody. And then I realized, ah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, he's dead. Um, but also, I wasn't particularly impressed about, like, you know, the guy playing him. I mean, fair play to him. I'm sure uh, he's happy, but that in Humans TV show was a piece of shit. That was um, a nice way to sort of, like, it didn't even occur to me that I got out of the cinema, because I didn't watch that Inhumans TV show. Um, but I got out and went I wonder if that's actually the guy from the Inhumans show and they actually give him a proper Black Bolt outfit all of the costumes just looked a little um, like, yeah it, it's it, he it's looks like they thought this is the smallest set piece in the but movie Reed Richards look good we're not going to spend a lot of money on costumes but it was also in my mind one of the most important set pieces in the film and they should have spent the money on the costumes and yeah. everybody looked a yeah. little ill-fitted I don't think Reed Richards did I have to say, when when 
I saw John Krasinski. That was the one, the first point in the movie where I like gasped yeah. at a yeah. cameo because I had seen everything else coming. But I also had made a point. I know, I know, I now know in hindsight that that had been leaked. But I actually didn't see it because yeah. I purposely was not looking at I any media related to Marvel either, yeah. or Doctor Strange or anything. So I was like, yeah. they did it. They actually cast John. And then when he alluded to Franklin and Valeria, that was really cool because, um, I mean, I know they weren't mentioned by name, but it was the first time that. Um, Sue and Reed's kids yeah. had been mentioned like in live action as for and to I, I remember anyways. thinking so that was cool when it was going on it was a great way for them to have their cake and eat it too they get to have Krasinski they get to have Patrick Stewart they get to have Black Bolt they get to have Captain Carter they get to have mm-hmm. they get to have all of these people and depending on how they feel like in a year they can turn to their fan base and go hey we gave you what you wanted now we can do whatever the hell we want you know um, so they, they get to have their cake and eat it um, I think another reason it was smart to kill John Krasinski off is that it was a good test run to see how fans would react to his casting. And then they might be like, now this is like obviously speculation, but they might be like, hmm, okay, yes, we will take this further and have you in 616 or, you know. Um, it was also really nice. I would say as well, it's also a, a tech demo for or tech experimentation for how they make a guy look stretchy. You know, they've 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 had a because that could look really bad if done not very well. Joe, you know, like, um, that's one of those superpowers that, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw We Could Be Heroes, the <laughs> the Shark Boy and Lava Girl no. sort of pseudo sequel. Um, but there was a kid who like could stretch, and it Trouble. looked. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I mean, the the CGI in those movies is like. Yeah patently not great and that's kind of the charm of it but um if you don't have you're right like if you don't rodriguez kind of has sort of cornered the market of like good diy special effects like his stuff always just like yeah it's endearing you're just impressed that rodriguez made a movie that looks as good as it does but it's always like it looks like a low budget made in texas movie not that making something in Texas. Yeah, in that's that's the charm of it. He's the only one that can get away with that. Like, if you had that kind of thing going on in a Marvel movie, nobody would go see it, and there'd be freaking boycotts of Marvel and stuff. But it's part of the charm. Yeah, for and it needs stuff. to be kept out of the Star Wars stuff. By get... the way, he's all over Mandalorian. No, Book of Boba Fett. He's all over <laughs> that, and every episode he directed was weak sauce. Um, I also think it was good to get confirmation that we're in 616. I was like, Quentin Beck, that was mm. one hell of a guess. Yeah. Do you know? Um, and yeah, 838 was was fun and brutal. Like, I was not expecting Peggy Carter to be mm. chopped in half by that her was actually, That was actually, yeah, like, they, they, they got rid of her in fairly... Um, she was a bit of a dick, though. Like, she whipped her fucking shield at Strange's head for no reason. In fairness, she was much. never gonna she was never gonna stand a chance like He got lippy, what are you talking about? Yeah, she's a yeah. stern but fair she woman. She shot Steve Point She's a captain. Because he, he smooched a woman and they weren't even going out. So yeah. it, it, I think it was very in character for her. So Actually, yeah. She is from that era of like beating you with a wooden spoon if you're a misbehaved yeah. parenting, right? Like <laughs> Calm down now, Aiden, okay. Raised in the twenties. Aiden, calm down. Don't don't make me weird. (laughs) I'm weird enough. Don't make you weird. You already made 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 your pain uh, kink, so like pain. Like yeah. Stop talking about Haley Atwell and wooden spoons. Just 
relax. Yeah. Anyways, the, Illumin- the Illuminati, I thought they were all incredibly stupid. Apart, there was a glimmer of hope in Patrick yeah. Stewart. Yes, true. Um, because he like told Strange yeah. what to what to do, and Mordo was like, "No, you can't let him go." Like he was the only one that had a brain cell <laughs> among them. Because re- like Reed Richards is supposed to be this uber genius, and yet he tells this woman who has the power to rip everybody to shreds what Black Bolt's power is, so that she can take mm. away the one thing that will allow him to best her because let's face it he was the only one that had a chance and maybe captain marvel just a tiny chance here's a question for brian um because i remember when wanda arrives at comitage watching everybody line up to fight because i think if anybody stands a chance of knowing this it's brian um everybody's everybody's like hustling together to whatever and there's featured extra white boy floppy hair and i'm like oh we saw him a minute ago only saw him again. I was like, why are we seeing this one kid over and over again? And then she's the one that fucking Wanda sneaks up behind and goes, run. Like, is that like Josh Ramey or something? Like, why did we see this guy over and over? I've seen him in something else and I'm I'm blanking on him. I recognize like, is him. It like, is it like, um, is he like, um, is that you cast? It's like in sync, you know, when they were in that Star Wars movie, <laughs> they're just in the background with their lightsabers. Lucas, you know that where Lucas's kids loved. I NSYNC, actually did so not put them in the like Coliseum battle. I I only I only knew that um that um Jet I think Lucas was that you know that one Padawan that when Bail Organa was um he kind of rode up and he saw. Um, this Padawan getting killed that's um, called he's called Zet Jukasa and it's actually ah. George Lucas's son that's that's the one that I knew but I didn't actually know about him let's guess the third eye thing was a very bad special effect you know what I'm going to say this I've I have had to I've had to draw the third eye on characters in the past for uh, tattoos and stuff and uh, kind of it's it's okay to do if it's like uh, very cartoony and stuff, but trying to do that realistically, it just doesn't sit it, well because you have to do like be vertical. Is the thing because the idea fuck fucking the idea, it's it's connected supposedly to your pineal gland, which is here, and it's this kind of I think it's like maybe almond shaped, mm. and it's it's here and it's it's connected to that gland and supposedly like that can produce in small quantities dmt and stuff so and apparently when you die you get this huge boost of it so people have a huge micro yeah but but anyway like the the third eye the idea of the third eye is connected to your your pineal gland so like the idea of opening your third eye opening your consciousness and in in, you know broadening your your perception of things Mm. it's all connected to the the pineal gland, which is, it's 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 shaped like an eye, except it's it's really small and it's vertical. So it, it would just look better anyway, straight away. If instead of a an eye superimposed, like taking this eye and placing it here, if instead something's actually opening here, and it shouldn't look like a human eye, it should look like a a supernatural yeah, some other uh, type of eye, yeah. Because when you're when you, because there's so much to take into account when you're doing, because you've got to take into account Benedict's mm. face is real. 
So he's going to be raising his own eyebrows and stuff, but how that would affect yeah. realistically if there's an eye yeah. there. It's they going to look like, off like, no matter what you they do. They try to like ham fist in an eye socket, you know, and yeah. then take no, re- like not yeah. count for it with any sort of movement in the musculature. It look crap. It doesn't even need to be an eye. It, it, yeah. it, it, it could be a gemstone that you refer to as an eye because yeah. it gives you this. The eye of Agamotto is a and stuff. infinity yeah. stone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could have been actually cool if it was like a tattoo yeah. or something, you know, like a tattoo that occasion like that could the... blink sometimes to show that it's like an well, extension. Well, it's of it's a featured part in everything, everywhere, all at once, and they've made it clear from all the marketing and stuff that yeah. they just went with a little press on googly eye, you know, yeah. it's just a little white thing and it goes. <laughs> it looks so. Or funny. like in um, Avatar, the, the the firebenders who can do the combustion bending, mm. they've got that tattoo here and stuff, and that's the... <gasps> Sparky Sparky Boom Man. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring him up. Don't apologize ever. Especially for... for I love Sparky Sparky Boom Man. Avatar? Avatar. But cartoon Avatar, not... Yeah. Not film Avatar. And Plea as well yeah. from Korra. She was awesome. cool. She went so. out like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. She went out with style, <laughs> I have to say. Like, such a... The Beifong's kick Have you guys ass. seen that? Oh, no, don't! I, I have to watch that show. I, I, I watched. Stage. I have to. I watched it all. What, what are we talking? Like what this? are we talking Suyin about? Legend. Uh, uh, we're talking about Toph's daughters and a combustion vendor. I don't want to spoil Ooh, it for shoot. Kev necessarily. Yeah, because it's uh, Emer's um, bound to leave me at some stage, and I'll be left in a in this. To, I've have been to telling her that for years. We bide together, and I'll, I'll be in some sort of miserable bed set, and uh, it will be you know it'll be about time to to devote many hours of my life to it basically it's just that another combustion bender is seen in the legend of Korra that's a gist okay oh I did watch I did watch some of the legend of Korra and it's great oh it's fantastic I've I've seen it twice yeah I watched a good bit of it with Brian at one stage and then watched some of my own I think I might have watched season one if there's only if there's only one season I don't know there's four yeah. For I watched season one and I, yeah, it was like I've never seen Avatar, but that show was the animation. You liked and, that. And, yeah, Avatar itself is great as well. Yeah, I think season one of Korra, the animation is the best, and then the studio kind of screwed them over with like you know bringing it. They to did other bring a Mac for the end, and so, stuff, and it just kind um, of yeah, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. the animation in that first season is some of the best stuff in any tv show it's It's just so high quality but like a lot of anime has like a similar quality but they they reserve which you know it could be for like one sequence in you know a couple of episodes in a season every episode of the first season of Korra is just i think it's something i think it's stunning 40 odd thousand drawings per episode whereas like on average another tv show would have maybe quarter that it's insane the poor animators <laughs> and i have to say the music as well i think jeremy zuckerman or somebody um his score is like amazing like a level up from what avatar was it's like the they the budget allowed for it. like that first opening when she's firebending the firebending training that music is just phenomenal again again kree stop I fucking apologizing think- Okay, yes. Um, so I think another the other cameo <laughs> I wasn't expecting was uh, Charlize Theron. I was like, yay, I have been wanting her to be part of the MCU yeah, forever. 100%. I actually kind of nearly would have wanted her to, for Captain Marvel, but I'm just happy she's in the, the MCU um, at all. 
Should I know Clea. that? Yes. Clea. So Clea. she's actually in the comics Dormammu's niece. Oh, and that rings a bell. Uh, who eventually falls in love with... She eventually falls in love with Doctor Strange. And she also becomes a member of Valkyrie's Fearless Defenders. Um, I haven't read the comics. I just have a Marvel encyclopedia. Because, like... <laughs> I literally did not have a clue who she was. I was like, oh, cool. Shirley's thrown in purple. Yay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I like... Sorry, I didn't go on. Go on. No, you go ahead. I crashed it. Um, but uh, I, I, I finally, uh, or um, I knew straight away. It's like that's what well, that's Dormano's Dur- Dur- world or whatever his name is. Dormammu. Yeah, don't ask me. Yeah, it's very, very um, distinct. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, jeez, it's like as you said, Cree uh, is like fucking about time. Jesus Christ, yes. she should have been in it like ten movies ago. But you know, yeah. She just, she has this real, like, amazing presence to her, do you know? Um, and she's mm-hmm. just, like, she'll be an amazing superhero. She's already, like, an amazing super, well, kind of superhero. I don't know if you could call them that. In the old guard, I thought she, that was, I thought she was fab in the old yeah, guard. Yeah, I, I think she's great in everything. I think she's just in some shit, though, you know what I mean? She's like the old usually guard the best part of, fell apart she's in a bad movie. 20 minutes in for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what, what movie like was that? The old guard looked great. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. But it then wasn't. It annoyed me. Okay, well, and same thing yeah, with that infinite amazing. thing as well. Like the, there are two films that kind of infinite just played on Highlander. The old guard was like this could like this is a nice if you were to remake the movie Highlander, this is the way to do it. Like let's take another angle on it. But then they kind of abandoned it. I I just didn't like it. Like taking away the immortality thing from her at the very beginning, and I was like. Didn't care for it. Um, I was just disappointed. I had it in my head what I wanted it to be, and then it wasn't that. Um, but the sequel is coming. Yeah. You're just glad to see her? Oh, I am. It I, really, I just love her. <laughs> really clunky end sequence. You know, him walking out and then having the third eye, and then the middle scene is like, it's almost like he got a third eye, screamed in the middle of the street, stood up and went to get a coffee again, yeah. and then Clea appears, and then he goes, well, I think just, it was a different day because he was wearing different clothes. Yeah, but it. Yeah, but it's a weird choice to put those two shots yeah. right one after the other. Yeah, you know? yeah. Especially when we don't know the but significance the um, of the eye, really. Yeah. We we assume we assume it means he's kind of corrupted in some way. So immediately when it ends like that, it's like, oh, the next film is going to be about him dealing with his own kind of dark corruption. And then immediately afterwards, it's like, no, he's got a hang of it. And it's he's under control and he's actually going to use it. And yeah. Yeah, we missed a bit of character yeah, development it, 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 there or something. That's his venom. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of thought that the third eye was perhaps because... Um, because now he had practiced witchcraft and sorcery, so I, I have no idea where I got that from, but I just was like, oh, maybe it's like a, you know, he's leveled up. That was a funny decision to make these things distinct as well. Yeah. To separate the two. That was a interesting. Yeah. I suppose it does kind of make sense because visually the, their two sort of styles are very different, you know, like with, with Wanda and Agatha, it's like I cloudy think, or sort of energy-ish. I think I know what part of that was. Like, so we know... Well, I, mean, I assume. Sorry, I assume we we everybody kind of knows now that there was a lot of things, a lot of reshoots, a lot of things taken out. It originally was supposed to apparently we start with Mordo from the last film, uh, getting killed, 
by right. Wanda, and they established then at that point that that she's kind of turned and stuff. So they they bad. changed it up. But I think the thing with the witchcraft sorcery distinction, one of the things is when Strange shows up at her farm or whatever or orchard, um, he can't fight her there and then because she's cast those runes like at the end of one division he can't right. he can't use his magic yeah. there and then because she's she's used a magic that he doesn't understand and the whole point is that they couldn't have a confrontation they actually might have had a confrontation right there and then i think i read originally that they did um but then they, they took it out because they, they moved so much around but then they had to add in that line about the two being distinct because otherwise why would why would she say I'm coming mm-hmm. to Camertage and he'd go alright I'll see you in a couple of weeks let us get ready like they'd, they'd fight there and then but the idea was he couldn't yeah. fight her there and then because she'd cast these runes but they took out that whole thing um, yeah 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 I do think it's interesting the way that different people would have different strengths and stuff like she was totally caught off guard by the mirror dimension like she didn't know what the fuck was going on you know even but it just shows how powerful she is that even though she has no experience in sorcery that she was able to manipulate it um to her advantage and figure out that you know mirrors correlate to the real world and that's her doorway to you know get in and then we had that That really creepy moment where she crawled out of that thing yeah 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 and then like you know clicking herself back together and oh that was like okay we have wanda has totally left the building <laughs> yeah the the funny thing about that is like i could be wrong here but like i like that there's a shot like that or there's something like that in the ring isn't there when the girl she was compared the to the ring i i heard that yeah. on the internet yeah. but when they did that with the ring you know they you know they got a contortionist in and they had her move weird you know whereas when they did it in this movie and they tried to use Olsen it's a CG double and it just looks rubbery it does actually it yeah. didn't quite look that right that was a little strange like, it's <laughs> like just we've proven that that can be done practically do it practically yeah. god damn it sometimes the CGI was a bit like I mean even in the there opening I'm not trying to there were loads of ropey CGI it. moments yeah I'm not trying to nip it because overall really I really enjoyed it and um, it was a fun thing to see in the cinema but the opening scene for me I just found myself envisioning the actors in the green screen room (laughs) you know it just felt like even the even the physics and stuff like usually i'm able to suspend my disbelief but for the opening it was like how are you supposed to jump from this to there to it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me but and then after but once after the the opening scene i was in it and i suspended my disbelief and it was all good um yeah and the madness ensued the uh, the dodgiest effect the whole way through are the wigs they're throwing on Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, the hairline is ludicrous, and it takes I me actually, out of it every time I see him. I actually notice that, and usually I'm not one to notice to to pick up on the sort of special effects discrepancies and stuff. But I did notice wig. his or or yeah, special effects on like you know wigs and stuff. I don't mm. usually pick up on that. I'm just usually sort of watching the film. But I actually picked up on but. The fact that I did is sort of like, geez, yeah. it mustn't have been great if I noticed. Do you know? But I don't understand how it happens because, like, you know, like that, the Avengers universe and movies in general are full of wigs, and mm. a lot of the time you don't, they go completely unnoticed. But Doctor Strange, I don't know why they don't just go with his in, his own hair and give him the like the gray sides yeah. because the sides, yeah, like. His go his goatee is the only thing Doesn't that you work. would say is is kind of necessary, maybe. 
you know and even then i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah, yeah. distinctly yeah. strange his hair is yeah. he, he could literally just have his own hair and have the kind of graying temples and stuff and you go yeah that's doctor strange i don't know why he's got this like i'm pretty sure reed richards in the movie had like yeah the gray the gray temples yeah yeah so i don't know yeah yeah it was more it was more jarring actually to be honest i think in the trailers or something it looked really fake i don't think it looked his beard didn't look as fake in this one in the movie but uh maybe a little bit more But it, like in, it in looks Spider-Man. so bad like even in, in spider-man it looked terrible to the point that they made a joke about the the goatee dye yeah very strange spider-man was, you know like they, they was that attention a to it. it's like joe it I, I thought that was um like a shaving guide like an in I don't. I don't huh? think it was a dye. I think it was like a, um, sh- like to line up his beard to help him shave. Like yeah, a, a shape. I'm, I thought it was. I thought it was a. Do you mean a dye like a? No, no, like dye a, as opposed no, to. No, it wasn't dye. It was. It was a. It yeah, was like an yeah, angle thing to help him with, get the angles on his beard. Are, you know, not good at kind of delicate movement and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. Because uh, th- because he, he can't tie up his color. tie at the start. Yeah. You know, he can't do the kind of nimble kind of small stuff so like shaving with kind of precision was that what that was about I, I took that to be laziness which is yeah that's actually really cool that he because he's all of his magic, magic is this shit isn't yeah, it yeah but th- there's a difference between um, moving your fingers and being able to like hold things yeah because you know, he's able and, yeah he's able to move his fingers and okay. like you know use he could use a phone or, or read a book or something but when it comes to like neurosurgeon antics or like fine stuff you wouldn't be able to do that because he'd be shaking all over the place mm. i think uh, yeah i just i think cumberbatch has enough hair to fucking just well he's got hair. more hair than he did a while yeah. ago they, they yeah. give this thing so much shape yeah. we've noticed i'm watching Hollywood. all your hairlines I, yeah i see these things not ye actors <laughs> Male actors. No, you mean ye. Cree, you're okay. You're not going to have a receding hairline. I'm getting. I'm. I'm getting a weird. I, I do. I do. Actually, not my hairline. Just looks like. I do love though, like when someone when someone's of a certain age and they kind of get a big break, and you know the first thing that's going to happen is you know they're going to get. The hair and like they're not going to get so much done that it's it's very noticeable. But oh, there's just there's so many. Those jobs are more. Steve pop- Carell, season one of the Office. Oh, I mean that one was two of the Office. Blatant, but that's. Did you ever notice that, Craig? I haven't seen the Office very much. Oh, and... good. Don't feel you, don't feel ashamed, Craig. I also yeah, haven't I, seen I, it. I watched it like two. I put you for fucking absolutely turn off your phone. How dare you? I'm so sorry. I thought it was. I had been getting the man who's been WhatsApping like, people the entire time. No, it was just Duolingo is the only one that got through. It's like hey, you haven't done your French lessons. Hehe. <laughs> it's creepy. French on Duolingo is that even an option? Yeah. I had I had Irish and Native American for a while. Um, speaking of, I don't know. Moon Knight. Wait, actually, can I just add one more thing that I found online about Doctor Strange? Yes, if you don't of course. Mind? Um, yes. So an article in the LA wow. Times when I was having a look, because um, I look up movies after I see them, um, an article on the LA Times <laughs> website called it, uh, said it delivers <clears throat> the flying, the witch and the red robe. And I'll leave you with that. Okay, moving on to Moon Knight. <laughs>
Yes, don't forget so about Sergio Gomez Javis. was was a great addition. I think I think yes. he kind of fairly nailed it, and it was nice to see America at an earlier stage than she is at in the comics. So she can there's totally so much room for her to grow into. Yeah. I I do think that she um oh, Jesus. I can't control my powers. I can't control my powers. I can't control my powers. Yeah, you can't control your powers. Bit. Okay, oh, come on, guys. At the exact moment, come I suppose. on, it's it was... it's it's the that's the biggest trope if in comic books ever. I believe in you. It's, it's, okay, that's X Men One Hundred One. You know, all yeah. they were all what? Yeah, they're all trouble teens that couldn't use their powers. Thank you, Brian. They're all trouble yeah. teens that couldn't use their powers until they got. You know, they're in a situation where they had to. You know, it was. You know, yeah. so I don't. I don't. I don't care about that. That's it's like a. Ha- that's, that's like. That's like being. Whole, yeah. The whole thing for her was that people didn't believe in her. You know, she's been on her own. She's been to like seventy odd different universes. The other Doctor Strange betrayed her. You know, so she doesn't really think that people believe in her yeah. America. They think that she thinks that yeah. um, they believe in her power, but not her. So and, and like her oh, ability think, to control it, it kind of hadn't occurred maybe to her, yeah. maybe until that point. So it also, sort of does make sense. She she only thinks she can control it. As Strange pointed out, everywhere they went was somewhere they needed to be. She went directly yeah. to him, so she had been. Yeah. She just hadn't acknowledged Didn't. the fact that she was in that she actually had agency and that she had she had been doing what she needed to. And yeah. I mean, we're yeah. all used to seeing. You know, films now where people just need a little, little positive push. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the well, fact that I, he delivered that as a fucking <laughs> decomposing zombie, zombie is fucking amazing. hilarious. It was brilliant. That was great. That's why it gets away with it because it's not taking itself seriously at all. It's she's yeah. getting this, she's getting this yeah. cliched bit of movie encouragement uh, from a fucking rotting corpse. <laughs> brilliant. I, that was, I like all that stuff was excellent. To be fair. I, I if really Kree like, doesn't come back with a pair of sunglasses. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm walking. Um, I'm Brian walking put on down. sunglasses for some odd reason, and not to make him feel uh, uncomfortable. I put on some sunglasses. Yay! Now Kree has sunglasses. We're all wearing sunglasses. Yay! Yeah. Actually, I do have to say that reminds me. I do have to say I actually genuinely really appreciate the fact that Aiden's wearing clothes this time. Yes. Clothes? What? Yeah, he, he's he's mostly naked he's when he does a podcast. And yeah. all he'll wear is a towel. I go to the gym before we record, and I tend to, yeah, ordinarily. Yeah, so thanks, thanks for wearing clothes yeah. this time. I mean, for all we know, though, he could be wearing no pants. Well, he's wearing a shirt, which is which is which is improvement. I feel I feel like the listeners didn't need to have any backstory. For that. I feel like the one time I feel like when that started. Br- Kevin didn't need to screen grab it and share it on the Instagram. Uh, did I do that? Yeah, I can't remember, man. Yeah, it's Grant. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. Can with I my just shoulders. say I feel like we're all men and black agents now with the sunglasses. Um, I was going for more of a blues. Uh, I think when my hair is like this. Good say. And sunglasses. It's got a like Jared Leto Okay. All right, but I don't have enough room to bend over and show my tail feather, so. Uh, That's a Blues Brothers reference. Yeah, I actually did that in a dance for my school once. We had to. We were broken into four groups, and literally, and we had to do this for. um, Yeah, it was just like a variety show that we were doing, and two of the groups did the Gummy Bear song. Another group did like Dynamite by Tayo Cruz and we did Shake Your Tail Feather by the Blues Brothers. We were the best. Yes. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, I don't know what the other people did. I don't know what you're talking about, but the Blues Brothers thing that you did, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. Yes, very good. Um, it actually feels better with sunglasses on. I just look like I look like I am. I'm very comfortable in these. I look like Joaquin Phoenix when he's going through that orca rapper stage that no one liked. <laughs> what's wrong with What's wrong with that? I also I watched that movie. I don't know what's it called. Um, you were never really there or something. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's a great um, movie. There's, but what's the one where it's what's the just, okay? Sorry, I'm still here. They made with the fake documentary. You were never really there here. Is that's the is it Lynn Ramsey? I don't know, Brian. Yeah, um, yeah, yes. that's awesome. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Where he's the yeah, I, I, I for for a solid like month after that, I just would walk around and if Emer, if I if I stand in the doorway or something like that, Emer would look at me and I just do the Joaquin Phoenix pose from that movie, which is where he just kind of pretty much just slouches and sticks out his belly, but looked exactly like it. I'll do it. I'll do. I'll, I'll send you pictures later. I won't. Um, but uh, yeah. Thanks for wearing your sunglasses. Chin chin. Moon Knight was very good. I enjoyed that finale. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed the show. Um, I did see it Real through quick, a Real quick, who wants to see me of, do an impression um, of a Hype Williams video? No, go work. for it. Oh, wait, wait, okay. wait. Kind of working. No. Ah, well, there you go. I don't know what Hype Williams is. Citation needed? He was the hip-hop video director of the late 90s, early 2000s. And he always had a fisher lens with people in the shiny stuff. And then they'd have it. They'd have... What? Um, but they'd, they'd always have, like, loads of lights in there. Did he Did he do a Jamiroquai video? I don't think so. Oh, that's strange. He would, um, he would have done, like, Moon Missy Night. Elliott and... Oh, yeah, Missy Elliott was great. And Missy Elliott and... I'm blanking on the others. <laughs> Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. He did a ton of Buster Rhymes videos. But basically, fisheye lenses, lots of lights. See the way the lights yes, are like your pupils? Yes, I see it. Anyway, that was that. Resume. Uh, I got to rewatch that finale because I didn't see it in the best of conditions. But it, I made a point it's of very, to watch it all That's the one thing about Moon Knight. It's like everything is in the dark and it's really hard to see. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you yeah. have to make sure that you're in a, like a dark room with a big telly. Mm. Some candles, some candles on. Yeah, you exactly. have pizza and your favorite mom beside you. <laughs> Did you say, I was wondering, mom. I was like, your favorite? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, you were saying what you don't even that? No, there's like, nah, there's loads of moms out there. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be weird. Why are you making it weird? You could literally, they're, they're women. No, it's, they have no, their own thoughts and, and feelings. You, well, could, you, you could share a moment with anybody's mom. It doesn't not make them a mom. But then if you're, if you're with someone else's mom, then yeah. that implies that your ma- your actual mom isn't your favorite mom. So now you've yeah, just might not be. a hole. I'm, your actual mom does not have to be your favorite mom. Your mother is whoever you identify as your mother. There is no such thing as an actual mom. It's whoever That's you true. feel is your mom. So, yes, you might be your favorite. It might be your favorite mom. Your favorite mom could be your dad. Who knows? This is the monologue that made Brian take his sunglasses off. That's because no, no, no it's because you know 
No. Um, okay. My eyes were open. His eyes yeah. were open. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hi, Brian. You're welcome. That thing is closed shut. For good. What reason. about your fourth eye? <laughs> yes, Moon Knight was very good. Uh, yes. The my big takeaway is Jake Lockley was fucking astounding. Yeah. Like he's barely there. But like just to see Isaac. Oscar, do another, I have to say, he absolutely blew that. Or as in, uh, not like blew me away. As in, not bl- that's no. <laughs> he's <laughs> he nailed it. That's what he. <laughs> Like he, he uh, slayed. It was very good. That's what I mean. Good I save. Think, I think he did. I think he did a great job. It's he did a good considering job. He did that a great he's job. like, yeah. um, he's I already s- got screen presence as any one of those characters, and he brought screen amazing yeah. presence and depth to all of the characters. And um, and yeah, he did a very good job. I was watching a little bit of the Last Jedi earlier as well, and I was like, Poe Dameron's different again. Yeah. He's. Like he's still like American soldier guy, but he's he, different. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's so different. Okay. I, I I forgot that he was in those. You know. Um, yeah, I know. Brian, that's crazy. Agent. I literally mm-hmm. said that today to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so funny. Um, quick question. And he was all, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry, no, Craig. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say who, not including villains, because villains are it's not the same thing. Who is do you think the best actor in the MCU? One of the best. Doesn't have to be the best. You don't have. It's not a definitive thing. But uh, I think as in Ev- based on the acting in the MCU or just in general, general, no general, general. I think uh, like Evans I said, is severely underrated. Chris Evans. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you? Yeah. 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 I think I Anthony think... Mackie is severely underrated. Yeah. I, I think that guy is phenomenal. I don't think I've seen Mackie. I don't think I've seen enough of Mackie's yeah. other work. He was like, great in Black I, I think Mirror. I, saw, I think I saw him in so, Altered Carbon. So I enjoyed him. Because, um, no, don't get me wrong. Oscar Isaac is definitely up there. Excuse me? Yes, it is, yes. Uh Anthony Mackie though, like I've just I've just seen him and stuff and it's great, you know. Like you know, I've seen him in I think what like I said, Black Mirror and Solos Solos and a few other bits and pieces, and he's fantastic. Oscar Isaac, excellent. Um I'm trying to think. Evans Evans was really funny as Johnny Storm, and then I remember seeing him I in Sunshine him thinking, Oh holy crap, because he's got this sort of you know, sacrificing himself arc towards the end of Sunshine, and I'm just—I I remember going, "Oh, he's got this as well." We haven't seen, you know, he's this great. other gear from Chris Evans, or I hadn't seen that before. And I'm like, "Right, he's got—he's got a load of stuff that we—he's got range we haven't seen yet." Basically, watch, watch like Justice. The fact that there's you know a debate about who people's favorite Avenger is, and the fact that it's between like Cap and Robert Downey Jr. You know, that, that, like, Captain America was probably the hardest character to pull off because he's Captain America. He's, he's a walking He's obnoxious and, as and fuck, it, yeah, in that sense. Propaganda. Yeah, exactly. It would, yeah. It would be very and, easy for him to be one-dimensional, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he, he makes him so, he makes him so human and so but I, I always, engaging. And the fact that, like, you've got fucking walking charisma in Robert Downey Jr. And just like, no, I, I think I prefer this, this other quiet yeah. guy. It's like, what? No, he goes like, toe to toe with him. It's like, like, I always, I'd always, and then I never the like Knives it. Out, he's completely different. Sorry, Kev. 
No, you're grand. I was literally going to say, though, there's those times where, like, uh, obviously, we've all talked about this kind of stuff before. And it's like, I remember Brian saying it, but it just resonates and it's so true. And I always remember when I kind of speak to people about, like, say, Avengers and stuff. It's like, Brian always, or used to Brian said before that, like, Captain, like, Chris Evans as Captain America has, like, has no business being as likable as he is. And it's like, that's the perfect way to put it. It's just like, he is a walking propaganda machine, essentially. Uh, I do remember talking to people before that movie came out. You know, and people were people had a real negative association with just the idea that there was this like character yeah, that was a, a flag they, bearer for. But yeah, they didn't the know him, I guess. We're, we're coming off, you know, like two terms of a, a Bush presidency. Yeah, of, I know. Like, yeah, and now there's this. Uh, there's an army guy called Captain America, and he's yeah. going to save the fuck off. He's going to save the day. Yeah, Get out of here. yeah. And, and so people yeah. are like, I like that guy. He's and he's cool. here's a th- he's, he, here's the thing. I think is interesting to note as well because we've talked before about mark miller being just this kind of like unctuous fucking writer the the like the captain america and the avengers world we see is very much based on the ultimates and the brian hitch design and the brian hitch run and that captain america is like a, a shitty 1940s dude with like He's a bad racial things he, yeah and like mm-hmm. by the time he gets to the contemporary era in the ultimates you know it is george bush jr that says you ready to serve america and he's like as as ever mr president you know what i mean it's like he's he's there with so to take Mm -hmm. that kind of source material and redeem him so completely um i think as well i think um the winter soldier movie was very important um, because up till then, you know, you could have seen him as just this like mm-hmm. star spangled dude, especially with his portrayal in like Avengers, you mm-hmm. know, he's this sort of straight, like, you know, American guy. And then Winter Soldier took him and made him into this, like, he could be gritty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, sho- you it have showed him trying to figure out where been. he sits in a modern. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. He wasn't such a, you know, he wasn't kind of like a completely uh, disillusioned by the whole American dream and what America stood for, like you know, he was yeah. trying to find his America and kind of what the values that were important to him, and you know, kind of being on the right side of things, but projecting those values, you know. But uh, yeah, Winter Soldier definitely did that. I think. I think the best, mo- like, it's definitely my favorite. But I, I think it'd even be like, maybe like non-Cap or Evans fans' best moment in Infinity War is when he shows up to rescue. Uh, Wanda and Vision, Wanda and Vision. Yeah. And the other side the every time I watch it it's just so good fucking yeah like, it's 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 amazing it's absolutely fantastic it's yeah I don't think there's a yeah, better moment in, in that film you know it's like it's it's superb um yeah and yeah he, he plays he plays him so serious and kind of you know he, he doesn't seem like a person who would joke a lot and yet he's still likable and then, like I said, he's in, in Knives Out. He's just fucking, he's loathsome, but also he's he's just so watchable. Um, he's and then so in, compelling and everything. Like Yeah. And then, you know, he was Johnny Storm and he was in fucking, was it not another teen movie? Not or another something? teen movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Just, yeah. Have you ever yeah, seen another teen movie? Yeah. 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 Um, I think he's underrated. Hold up. No, that, that movie does not hold up. But I was going to say, have you seen, I think it's called Justice. It has a different name in America. It has a different name here. It's a weird movie. But basically, it's about guys, uh, it's a true story of uh, these people uh, who are essentially trying to create a needle that is safe for nurses to use. Because Yes, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, a, a puncture? No? 
Uh, it's called like say justice in America and puncture here or puncture in America and justice. Is it, here. is it puncture or am I thinking? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something like that. But I, I'm not going to say anything too much because it's one of those movies that people might, might not have seen. I, I'd imagine most people haven't seen it. I'm not going to. And he does actually snow uh, Snowpiercer. He's good in that. But uh, I'm not going to give away the the, the things in it. But because it's a true story stuff and it's it's uh, it's shocking. But essentially, guys trying to create a needle that. Uh, kind of once it hits the skin it retracts up into the into the needle so there's no chance of uh, hurting yourself or you know that kind of way so basically uh because people would 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 people administering needles to people to, get stuck yeah, to, yeah weird really patients or ex uh, things like that would could could potentially contract deadly viruses well that's so, why they need to uh, develop some sort of hypo spray like you'd find in picard in the star trek universe um have you watched picard Cree? I have. Thank you for bringing it up. It's I. I have to say, I have amazing segue. Your your segue talents are just surpassing everyone's. Um, Speaking of segues, this was a great episode, guys. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Credits. Dum, da, dum, da, 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 da. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> um, but no, actually, go on. I I just don't care. I, I yeah. Have I have to say about Picard. If there's anyone there who hasn't watched it but isn't into star trek but maybe like science fiction i would recommend picard because you don't necessarily need a lot of a whole lot of like prior knowledge of star trek events or like next generation or anything um because i didn't really have that much knowledge i mean i knew i knew like main characters like Worf and stuff or like different people from different like star trek and stuff but see this is the thing i've seen bits and pieces of like deep space nine Uh, voyager next generation and i know my klingons from my vulcans (laughs) but um i don't know that much and i have also seen like a few discovery episodes but they've only ever been disjointed and like you know i'm like my family are watching them and i'm watching them as well but i can't i didn't watch it from the start so then i'm like okay i don't know what so i'm like half watching and stuff discovery is really good but um yeah so picard is you don't agree but i i think it's yeah i mean what i've seen i liked it um so discovery is is very high production value is what i'll say yeah with good actors agree i do have to like i i have to say i like star trek with a higher production value i know that's probably snobby or something but it just keeps me more engaged with the sort of subject material because um yeah i just i don't know it's I'm more accustomed to that type of filming, so... So, I'm in the middle of Picard. I think I've got, like, two episodes left. I'm of season not rushing... Season two. I'm not rushing back to it. It's not yeah. gripping me. I think they've... Ever since Star Trek First Contact, when they accidentally created this Borg Queen character that people thought was fucking amazing, they keep going back to that well, and it's it's diminishing yeah. returns. It, it wasn't as good in they Voyager. Do I don't think lot. it's as good as this. <laughs> um, yeah... Um, there is literally a car chase in episode 3 where nobody's chasing them I don't know if you noticed that but go back and watch it they drive around for 7 minutes of screen time between cutting from different locations no one is chasing them 7 minutes that's funny (laughs) did you you notice that watching it? Um, I was just kind of like go on 7 because um, my dad explained that there was a moment in Voyager where she um, drove a car like a manual right. car that right. like someone had kept because they were into like nostalgia yeah. and yeah. so that was like a callback to that and i was like yeah go on um well i just love seven <laughs> go back go back because you've amazon prime go back and watch that car chase they're they're oh yeah no i, I remember police, it now i'm like nobody yeah. chasing them 
And then yeah, just when they needed to that. end, they just sort of screech a police car in front of them as if they're trapped. And it's like, where's that been for the last? She yeah. was just speeding. <laughs> and they were just whipping yeah. the camera past her as if it was exciting. I do like, remember that, no... actually. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like the characters are fairly compelling and I, I just enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed maybe the first season... Mm-hmm. A little bit more than the second, or it felt a bit more together than yeah. the second season, but I still really enjoyed the second okay. season. And I was about to mention something that happens in the last episode, but I won't. Um. <laughs> they started advertising season three because they're shooting it and they know what they're yes. doing before they've yeah. even finished airing season Everybody's two. Everybody's coming back. Yeah. Kind of took some of the like... Which is nice. I still think yeah. they, they should have killed Picard at the end of season one. Um Kill him at the end of season one, rename the ship Picard, and then let's have an adventure with those crew. Yeah, because I do like the new crew. Um, <laughs> Ryan's heard this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off because I can feel the Star Trek. Oh yeah, no, I was, loathing. I was kind of Star Trek out. I um, don't really have a lot more to say. Because about I want to get my Star Trek listening. rant out. I'm just listening. I mean, I want to get my Star Trek rant out. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds, that's what it's called, yeah. Uh, so in Discovery, at the end of season one, I, this is for Cree, um, they, the Enterprise... It's just for Cree because Well, it's for Geese as well. Um, the is Enterprise that where they, shows where they go to a different timeline or...? That's all of Discovery. Every At the end of every season, they go to a different timeline and try and make the show okay. work from scratch again and they've not succeeded right. in five seasons. Anyway. Okay. Um, Has it been five seasons? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, the guy from Inhumans. Moment, I think. Anson Mount. No. Isn't no. he in Star Wars or Star Trek now? He's in a couple of episodes of Discovery, but it's not centered on him. Oh, I thought he was a captain of one of the things. He, he's a cap- He's a captain, but Discovery isn't focused on About him. It's the focused captain. on a, a different captain. Hey! hey, Brian, are you some sort of fucking, are you, are you, are you some sort of secret Star Trek fan? No, 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 Brian it's me. I, I know it's uh, Michael Burnham is the main character. <laughs> Someone glitched there and they just sound like RTD2. That was hilarious. So the Enterprise shows up at the end of season one and we meet the captain on it in season two and it's Captain Pike who was the original captain in the very first episode of Star Trek, the pilot that aired, where they decided they didn't like that actor or something and they recast him with Kirk. Um, and Discovery has kind of completely redeemed him because Anson Mount is a charismatic, charming individual and the world they built on his enterprise was great and they introduced a spot. Doesn't he look like Jim Caviezel? Isn't that interesting? I haven't seen Jim Caviezel in a long time. Um, Just picture the Count of Monte Cristo and then put Anson Mount beside him and you go, oh yeah, they look alike. Wasn't that easy? It was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Jim in a while. Thanks, Brian. You alright, Jim? Wait, he, did he go real religious or something? I know he played um, Jesus. I think he's always been a bit, but he, okay. he, I remember he said some funny stuff. Oh, is this, a, this is this is oh god, yeah. Let's not talk about him. But yeah. uh, he basically, th- while Discovery was trying to do its own thing, they gave us this little tease of what the Enterprise was, and you know, throughout that, Anson Mount's character came out as like a real fan favorite, and they finally got around to making a show with him. And they were like, let's just do an Enterprise with Anson Mount. The mission is five years, boldly go. Five-year mission to seek out new life. And I watched the first two episodes. And the production value is crazy high. 
and they hit the inspirational moments that you want from Star Trek, that 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 cool. aspirational stuff. And it's mm. two episodes of, you know, Planet of the Week kind of stuff where they have to like solve little problems and like it's as much about them like, you know, the captain getting to know his new security member while making dinner in the apartment and it's like or in I the, love the that cabin. Dynamic. And yeah. it's that's these first two episodes, that's what Star Trek was in the nineties. With contemporary special effects and, and production values it's it's what I wanted from like a modern Star Trek series yeah mm-hmm. and what they haven't done is heightened the 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 jeopardy in the very first episode to be the universe it's going to end if we don't do something by the end of six episodes it's just yeah. let's go out and explore and it's like I will watch six seasons of this I do now, love that about Star Trek they do have this little element of the fact that Captain Pike in the original Star Trek series, we do see him again. They re because they had all this footage from one episode that they didn't air, so they cut it together to be flashback for this like mangled, disabled captain. And it's like it's years after that event, and they're telling it in flashback, and he's in this wheelchair going beep beep, communicating with beeps. And they did that in Discovery, which is bonkers because they've got fucking like warp speed travel, and this guy's in a wheelchair up to his neck. And he yeah. can only communicate through beeps. <laughs> so <stupid>. yeah. Like <laughs> iconic. It was stupid. the 60s. <laughs> um, but they've, um, in Discovery, they established through their weird fucking timeline fuckery that he is now aware of his fate. And he knows he has 10 years between where he is now and what that is. And he's kind of dealing with that. And he's sort of accepted this is his reality. But he's slightly like... Is there anything I can do to change it? Or what are the, what are, what, like he knows the people he saves. He knows the names of the people he saves that in an accident that results in his disability or his deformity. So he's like trying to like, you know, rationalize like me going back into space to face this future will save these lives, which will lead to that. So it's got this like very little, so far it's just a seed of like, this is what his journey could be across it. I don't want to make it a big fucking chaotic jeopardy the world's going to end time travel seeking horseshit let's just do episode of the week it was so much fun i watched two episodes of it and i had so much fun let's do more of that i do miss episode of the week shows kind of because everything now sort of seems to be Mm. an end goal kind of thing and i know a lot of you know monster of the week and stuff episodes Mm. back when that was a thing, um, they did have an end goal as well, mm. but there were like each episode yeah. was like a cool side quest. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying there's there's place there's a place for everything, but we've had yeah we've had a bunch of Star Trek now where every fucking season is chaotic, over the top Jeopardy. Yeah. The 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 thing that's up until now the thing that's worked best for me is the Star Trek Lower Decks show. That animated show is really funny. I saw the first couple of episodes and I have to say I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, you've I really, done a really good job. I really really enjoyed it. It's, I know it's, that it's it's a mixed bag for a lot of people, but I thought it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Surprised. Going. Yeah. I was surprised because like there's a number of Rick and Morty impersonators, and we are, like that's what this is is a Rick and Morty impersonator, mm. and it's it's doing okay. Or was the fucking final space? I fucking hate that show. Oh man, I tried I, to watch that so yeah, many I times. My God, fucking. And people tell me it's good, but nah. Fucking dismal, yeah. And like Conan, Conan's involved in it in some level. So I got Creed. I, you know I, that I one? I tried to stick with it, and yeah, I expected the Star War Star Trek thing to be 
like that and I was I've heard quite of happy it. pleasantly surprised yeah yeah um. I've heard of it um but I never like watched it because I saw the I I'm a big fan of like kind of parodying things you know mm. and um, yeah, Star Trek is like, specifically like it's definitely Star Trek uh, but it's just a parody of it and I think that's really fun whereas Final I, Space sort of seemed to be like its own sort of thing yeah yeah, it's I, I love there's an episode like, in Lower Decks where like I think the security chief dies in season one and he's just walking around in season two and one of the guys is like one of the like Lower Decks guys is like wait didn't he die saving my life wait how is he back <laughs> and they're just like bridge crew die and come back all the time I'm like whoa whoa no I, got, I gotta ask I need to know. he saved my life it meant a lot to me <laughs> and like <laughs> some, somebody asks and the guy has like PTSD, and they basically like excommunicate that guy because like you never ask somebody and they've come back to. It, it was a really funny. Uh, uh, it's a funny bit. Um, yeah, yeah, good. So yeah, if anyone has not seen Lower Decks, do give it a shot. I've not seen it, so I must. No matter yeah, what people good. have said. Yeah. And Strange it, New Worlds is good track. Strange New Worlds. So, Actually, to be honest, I I asked is... about the guy from Inhumans, and then you talked for ages about it, and it completely glitched out, and I didn't hear anything, and then all that came back was. Cree saying, I really miss episode of the week stuff. And I was like, yeah, me too. Uh, It it does uh, go from introducing our Anson Mount character back to Spock on Vulcan uh, with his fiance, I guess. And it's a weirdly flirtatious. It's a lot of flirting and a lot of like, let's go hook up stuff. And it's like, this is not what I expect from my Vulcans. Yeah. Is it is it during the mating season? No, that's what I was saying. It's like it's it's out of like that's not. Okay, well, okay. I guess he's embracing his human. Is she is his love interest? Vulcan yeah, as they're well? they're yeah they're they're being very um. Would... Okay, she's like it, full Vulcan. Yeah, he's yeah. That's... It shouldn't it shouldn't be right. Like there's okay. a moment where another Vulcan has to come over and tell them to stop, and it's like. <laughs> But, That's like the least Vulcan thing I've ever heard. I know, right? It's it's Im- immediately out of character for Spock. Yeah. I mean, you could Jesus kind Christ. of say, oh, he's embracing his human side. <laughs> but I think the thing is, that the, the, the largest takeaway from the Discovery era Spock was, look at his butt in that spacesuit. So they've just doubled down on his sexiness. I mean, I'm just not, make him Romulan at they, this point. They gave him a beard and a tight pair of trousers and just make him Romulan. Yeah, those guys are all about riding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I posted an image of myself obviously on Instagram at some stage I don't know when recently and somebody said I look like that guy what's his name? Zach Spock, Spock? Zachary Quinto yeah. oh Is Zachary Quinto yeah yeah I don't know yeah. must be I think yeah, yeah and I, so. I didn't know who it was and I was just terrified to Google it for ages I don't know if Cree I don't know, I don't know who the person was a, said it to a me. romance novel called Dublin Inc and uh Kevin is aghast and uh, scandalized and uh, borderline litigious, but he also very much looks like the guy on the cover of the book. Yeah, um, I don't know. People want to read Double Link, the the not so canon story. Go ahead, check it out. Uh, we might we might have to actually put in a season assist because uh, is reasons. it doing well? Is it selling? Incredible. I, oh, who knows? It doesn't matter. I think it's hilarious. I enjoy reading the reviews. And it's getting a lot of reviews. Positive, thankfully. You know? Is it? This is a people positive. Probably positively receiving it. It'd be worse if it was like a pile of shite. It's probably a pile of shite, but like, you know, whatever. 
No, it's not. Don't even put that out there. Take that back. Oh, I, I'm not. I, I'm not remotely uh, worried if it is a pile of shit. Not. I don't think you should be promoting. No, it, we're we're not is, promoting this. Yeah, creep. this is this is this is this this book was written by somebody, and we don't know who. Oh well, in that case, nobody knows anything about it, and there's no liability here. We were talking about a thing called Mumblin Mink. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mumblin Mink. I I do keep on telling everybody about it though, so I should probably stop that. I don't know if it, if it, if erotic fantasy is your thing, check out Double Link. You check out your phone there, Chris. It's not just erotic though; it is. It's age gap. Enemies yeah, I'm to not. Lovers yeah, fiction. I, I'm not. Yeah, but I'm also I'm not. I'm not mad keen on on the age gap thing. Unfortunately, um, I mean, I I believe it's uh, I believe it's um, you know legal. I'm just not keen on it. It's written by someone from Dublin. Also, why would it, why would a shop. tattoo why would a tattoo apprentice be seventeen? They can't even give tattoos at that age. You can't even get tattooed. So why the fuck would you I have, have a seventeen year old apprentice? It's definitely based on you. No, it's not. It's not. There's nobody else in that shop that looks like that. <laughs> ah, no, there's other people with long hair. They don't have beards, but they have long hair. No. Do they? Do they have those eyebrows? <laughs> no, 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 they don't. But that guy is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not here's, Here's a very possible thing, though, right? If it has nothing to do with Kev and the shop, right, mm. at all, what is very likely is the graphic designer who had to do the cover went, Dublin Inke, oh, <laughs> I know the guy from there because they've either got a tattoo or they've seen you on one of your fucking, could be the gym All they have to do is Instagram. Or, yeah. yeah, so they've probably seen you as like, oh, that guy's got very distinct eyebrows. Let's go with um. They just that, googled I Dublin Ink and they got <laughs> yeah. your head because you yeah. do the promo stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, that's entirely possible. It's it very. <laughs> yeah, Connor McHale, Kevin McNamara. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh... Sienna Blake. If you're listening, can you tell us is Kev the inspiration or is it the graphic designer just? Took, took some liberty here and if you want to come yeah. on the show or just drop us a line but uh, if you want to come on the show um, yeah. please do and let's, let's hash this out let's, let's get to the Brian if I reach out to her will you and I interview her and like oh well, the interviewers we, no, no 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 I can't you, you I, Brian and I could keep a straight face and do us well, why does it like, have to be serious straight like, up a, 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 it could just be because I don't want us. to take away from the person's work. You know, she's doing well. No, but we wouldn't. No, 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 no. Like, but genuinely, come on and chat with us and have have a laugh. Like, not actually. There's nothing to actually dissect or break down here. Just yeah. actually, I'm sure it's a good book. Like, hmm? Kevin, can we dress you up like yeah. that? And oh, Kev, man, can you I let your you hair could. down and then just flick it over to one side, like in the? Like Is in his the video place. frozen for anyone else? Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen him move. I think he just set an image there so he can just... No, I yeah. haven't. I'm trying to take my hair down now. Can you see me? Nope. No. <laughs> You're just very stern looking. That's my usual face. Mm. Oh, I also learned today in my uh, travels through the multiverse information that we live on Earth 1218, which is cool. And She-Hulk and Deadpool are characters that can interact with our universe. We have a designation number. Anybody oh. want to hear a She-Hulk rumor? Um, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. No. Oh my god, yeah, Kevin, <laughs> that is that is fucking uncanny. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> if there's a sequel. Oh my god. Oh, there's gotta be. I believe uh, there's no. Somebody please be screenshotting this. Uh, Alright, guys. Nice. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, she Hulk um, rumor. Uh, oh, sorry, go Jeff. on then, yeah. Brian. No, 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 I'm saying, go on, go on. Yeah, I'm uh, interested. She Hulk rumor. You know, she breaks the fourth wall in the comics. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. She uh, can do it. Way before Deadpool was even a character at all. You uh, fucking preach. Creep, at you're dead some right. point in the series, sorry, Kev, you, you you looked like the book cover, but also kind of got a, a very cool uh, Jonathan Van Ness energy. I was about to say. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, my oh, If it goes to the left, it's Jonathan Van Ness. My if it's the right, God. <laughs> I would, I would love that. I love Jonathan. Jonathan is the best, and Queer Eye is the best show ever. Right. Queer Eye is the best show ever. Yes. Anyway, um, some point in the series, uh, she walks into Kevin Feige's office, apparently. Ah, oh, okay. Kevin Feige, yeah. Very interesting. He was bound to get his face out there at some stage. Kevin Feige pops up? As Kevin Feige, she walks into his office, maybe at the end of the series or season. Right. I sincerely hope that that rumor is true. I think that's brilliant. Because that would be very in keeping with the character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she walked across panels and everything, like, you know, punching through pages. Well, we've and we've stuff, kind of established like... that they read comics and shit based on these characters. You know, like, there's there's the Captain America comics, weren't there? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but what I mean, like, I mean, in the She-Hulk comics themselves. Mm. She yeah, would, she's very like, Ford wall breaking. Yeah. She would yeah, literally yeah. walk from panel to panel to get to a place quicker. Yeah. It's funny, it's funny. Yeah. 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 So I think she's um, going to be a really fun character to have a TV show. When is that show out? I don't know. It will be after Miss Marvel. I mean, when is Marvel. that show out? Sorry. Uh, at some point. This is a safe space. I don't know why you felt the need to do that. I don't know. I got very Weird. high octave for a minute. Yeah, so we've, when's Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel should be soon. A month after or two, Obi one. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm so freaking excited. They've put together a good trailer for Obi one. I hope the show is good. Obi Wan looks fantastic. It has the production value of a high quality Lucas film thing, as have all of the Star Wars things. Um, yeah, but that's not the thing that that that's the main thing for me. It's like it has Ewan McGregor. That is the and Christian. Already... So did the prequels. To H- Hayden be fair, Christensen. Mm. You know what? He was great in the. I that's his name. Actually... Do you, you guys, Revenge of the Sith is a masterpiece. I think it's great. I have to higher ground, Anakin. Oh, I hate you. The I memes. do. It's Half worth an hour it of for floating the over lava and going swing, 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 swing. swing Did swing, you guys swing, see swing. the how it should have ended for that? Actually, where um, probably ages ago. It was yeah. What happened was he's like, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground, and then he's like, no. From my point of view, you have the lava ground, and then he force carries lava up to Obi Wan and oh. keeps splashing him with lava. Lava ground. You have the lava ground. It was amazing. Oh God. What was that, Ankri? How it should have ended. It's a YouTube channel where they animate how oh. movies should have ended. Good okay. channel. Long Yeah, running. it's so funny. Uh, Obi-Wan, Miss Marvel. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. We're also getting Secret I? Invasion and Ironheart. Let's but just... They're like down the pipeline, I think. What other just... features have we got this year? From I was going to say... We've got... Thor. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, uh, I've seen what I've seen Guardians what the Christian, special. I've oh. seen what uh, Christian Bale looks like in Thor: Love and Thunder. Has that been released? Does he look like uh, Gore the God Butcher? 
No, he looks. He looks like, like the picture I showed you. Yes, two weeks ago. <laughs> um, but no, I've I've seen uh, like I've seen the action figures. Oh, there's action yeah. figures. Yeah. Yeah, they released them on like Forbidden Planet Dublin's uh, Instagram already. So you want to go check that out? You can. Uh, it's very much just, uh, you know. I'm glad they didn't Christian go Bale in with the, toga. the the flat face thing. I, if I remember correctly, the artist on that story line is pretty good. I can't remember. It's uh, that does ribbage, 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 or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, good artist. That design is crap. I'm glad they okay, haven't gone with it. Well, it's crap. Okay. Yeah, no, it's crap. It's crap. Yeah. And it wouldn't work yeah. in the film. It, would, it wouldn't no. work in the film. Too alieny. Could you just look at Dublin Inc. again? No, I, just, I was looking at Forbidden Planet, the Gore the God Butcher. Um, Did you see it? Action figure. Yeah, it's he just looks, a great guy in a toga. He looks yeah. kind of like, like the engineers from Prometheus, but less Oi. alien even. Yeah. And less like cool. Those yeah. look, yeah. look It could look awesome. great on screen. That movie was dodgy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, Prometheus is alright. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. um, on Norby, trailers, Norby loves this it. Thing, so when everyone, whenever anyone is like running away from something, like vertically, when it's falling vertically, when you could just run to the side, it's like they've been to the Prometheus school of running away from things. I and watched true. Covenant a week or two ago, and I didn't uh-huh. hate it, but I can't believe they still do shit like that in it. Like the everything that was wrong about Prometheus. Covenant works in places, but repeats so much. There's a scene. Have you seen Covenant? No. Yeah, yeah. I just, I saw people, it people just like slipping in blood. Like they they they're running away from something and they slip on somebody's blood and they get up and then they slip again and it's just like the clumsiest fucking people. Yeah, it's that just, was me. And it, it's not tense. Like I, I don't know why yeah. they're trying to derive tension from people being Boy. clumsy. It's, like, it's just annoying. supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be a cosmic horror about fucking you know question like you know. Life what's out and, there yeah, yeah what's out there and you know man's purpose and all of it and, like life's purpose and and all of that instead like that's that's what that's where the horror should come from mm. there's so much to be mined from it Prometheus. and the tension comes from people going oh, i slipped on blood oh i slipped again oh, yeah. I, Sigourney I, Weaver wouldn't have slipped on blood. <laughs> prometheus probably has stupid moments before this but the world-breaking stupid moment for me is the xenobiologist there to study alien life that sees what essentially yeah, is a mouse. cobra and thinks, mm. hey, buddy, nothing about the evolutionary comparison between the animals that we have on our planet. Yeah, it's tells you that like... that's something to be worried about. It, it's baffling. Well, I, I watched a, a kind of a video essay just today, came out a year or two ago, maybe, um, summer, summarizing uh, the Watchmen TV show, which Lindelof was all over. And it's just baffling that, and I, I love Lost, I uh, love The Leftovers, and loved Watchmen. The was it 2019? 2019 series? Yeah, 2019. yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. So like, what happened then with Prometheus? <laughs> like, did who who's people? Everybody wanted to blame Damon Lindelof, and I was I it really Scott directed that? Scott directed it. Uh, Lindelof wrote some version and everybody mm. wanted to blame Lindelof for all the, the stupid shit but I don't see that being I just can't see it being possible when you know um, so much leftovers Watchmen 2019 yeah, are so fucking 
like top notch like especially Watchmen I, I need to watch I only watched it the once and I fucking loved it and I need to watch it again speaking of um, stupid shit I'm going to have to go and return to my real life guys That's a this is your real life That's this is part of my real life oh. there is no spoon oh crazy crazy girl <laughs>